0: This is the Oanda Podcast. This is the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today we're joined by Ed Moyer in New York. Afternoon from London, Ed. How are you doing? Very well. Thanks for having me. It's been a very busy old week, hasn't it? We've had uh, the Fed decision, GDP, lots of earnings from big tech. Shall we start... With that Federal Reserve interest rate rise of 75 basis points, of course, it had been trailed that it could be as high as 1%, but it wasn't. But things were even more interesting after what Jay Powell didn't say rather than what he did.
1: Very much so. I think you you saw a market that they just focused on uh, that one line where Powell said that it would be likely appropriate. To slow increases at some point, point. and for, for for Wall Street, that was the we we see the light at the end of the Fed tightening tunnel, and 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 that um, you know triggered a, a broad rally um, for all risky assets, and and um I, I think you know there's there was obviously you know concerns that you know a lot of the data leading up to that Fed decision was starting to to weaken, and, and this was you know well in advance of that uh, um, second Quarter GDP reading, so um, you, you saw markets were pretty, pretty uh, much um, excited that okay, it looks like you know the Fed has been they delivered a second you know 75 basis point rate increase, um, and and that now you're you know you're seeing that they're abandoning their forward guidance, they're just going to you know go meeting by meeting, and and uh, it, it it seems that if the economy weakens, and if we do see um, inflation to continue to to show uh, that it's it's starting to cool, um, you know that the Fed could be in a position where they're they're going to be a little bit less aggressive with their tightening cycle. Um, but but right now, I think uh, you know the markets obviously they overreacted to that. Um, you're 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 seeing stocks, um, you know the S and P five hundred above four thousand. So just just um, right now it's at. Forty-one hundred. Um, you're, you're seeing that there's a, a, a lot of bullish buying happening because um, a lot of traders are kind of uh, believing that you know that the Fed is is going to you know have a slower pace at September where they might only deliver a half a point, and that we might see rate hikes until the end of the year, but then that might be it. And that's what the money markets are pricing in—that the Fed is going to be done uh, come December with tightening, and and uh, the debate on when rate cuts will happen is uh, is already started. But I, I think right now there's, you know, you you have to understand though that um, the Fed is, you know they're they're they, right now they have a single mandate it's just inflation <laughs> and they need to bring it down and i think that the markets are being a little bit too optimistic right now so so i think you're you're probably going to see um you know is this a bear market rally i think there's a still a good chance that it could be so i think you're you're we're, we're, we're still looking at a very choppy environment for for uh, u.s equities and, and uh, i think you know where as as pal said they're you know, they're going to look at the data. Well, this, you know, will, will have the focus, you know, I think solely remaining on, on, you know, how the economy evolves and whether or not we, we see further pricing relief here. And, and I think it's uh, too early to have those answers um, done right now.
0: Markets did react very positively, over positively, I think you're suggesting after that non-forward guidance from Jay Powell. How have they been over the last couple of days since?
1: There was a big shift then, you know. You, you you have the potential of Fed, you know, cooling its its uh, tightening uh, pace here, and and then everyone just started to focus on. Okay, well, we have, you know, the the you know the, the big first look at second quarter GDP, and and that was a uh, that was a big shocker. I mean, uh, the 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 consensus range on estimates was from negative two. 0.1% to a positive 2%. So I'm, I mean, we saw an unexpected contraction that, you know, the consensus was for a small gain of like 0.4%. Um, and, and that really kind of, uh, for some traders solidified that, wow, the economy is weakening um, when you just saw the headline, but when you, when you kind of dug into the details, you uh, you, re, you, know, you realize that, well, personal consumption was still strong. Um, and the main reason why we contracted was because of inventory. So uh, it, it, it's you know when you you know take a look at how you know that first look of GDP is. I mean, I think there's a lot of traders expecting it's probably going to be revised higher <laughs> once we get the second and third looks. But but you know it, yes, we, it still might you know signal that yes the the economy contracted for a second consecutive quarter. Um, but I, I think you're 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 still seeing that um, you know a lot of the signs are still fairly positive for for the consumer. I think you're, you know, you, you, you know, today we had personal income and spending, uh, both came in a little bit, you know, better than expected. Um, uh, and, and if you still see, uh, you know, some of this momentum that we're getting from earning season, which was kind of the other big, big, uh, you know, driver of, of, of markets, uh, there's a, there's a lot to be optimistic still about the economy. So I, I think that, you can't write off the Fed, you know, you know, you know, delivering more rate hikes until we, we see inflation come down significantly. And if the, if the U S consumer is still strong, if incomes are still rising, if they're still spending, um, you know, that, that could support more tight, more rate increases than, um, you know, markets want to believe. So I think we're, we're uh, we're in a difficult environment and i think it's still going to be a very choppy one because you you're going to be still seeing some st- strong signs for the consumer which normally is good for stocks but right now it seems that's going to be leading the argument that the fed could still remain an aggressive tightening pace here
0: and where i come from ed two negative quarters equals a technical recession but it's not the case where you are and i guess This data is a bit of a political football, isn't it? With the midterms coming up in November, President Biden will be hoping that those numbers are revised and uh, we don't have the European version of a technical recession, whether or not you take up much notice of it anyway.
1: I think right now, talking to uh, some reporters, there is expectations that this is going to be a massive red wave and that you're going to see Republicans, you know, perform very well i mean you're you're looking right now it looks like um the you know still the the, the base case for a lot uh, is that the u.s economy will fall into a recession early next year um so <laughs> yes we can debate the definition uh, but until the national bureau of economic Re- economic research says it is a recession uh, you'll see that uh the white house will defend that we are not in one um but uh Economic data is going to continue to weaken. You're going to see that jobless claims are going to start to rise. I think a lot of people are going to look at those jolts numbers and see that, whoa, these job openings are starting to go down. You've heard so many profit warnings um, from a wide range of companies. Some are still doing well, though, so it's, it's mixed signals. But I think the slowing of hiring is is um, pretty pretty. Um, strong across many sectors. So I think uh, you're, you're you're definitely having a, a weakening economy come come November. So there's um, I think uh, a lot of people that are frustrated with um, the energy policies that this administration is having, the um, approach in fighting inflation, and uh, I think that you're 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 probably going to see that there's I think a, a little bit more. Um, um, nervousness by the white house that uh you know we you know if, if if they lose every control of the house and the senate um you know we're we're not going to get much accomplished for the last two years and um i think there's uh you know right now um, a lot of people anticipating that uh you know you you're probably going to see if the republicans um you know Still are are benefiting from um, you know a weakening economy, uh, it'll be an easy campaign for them uh, to to take over the White House. So I think you know there's there's a lot of variables there, and 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 uh, I think you're you're probably going to see um, the market is is uh, you know anticipating that you know we're not going to get any more uh, fiscal measures from the 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 biden administration i think uh, you know this last one was somewhat of a surprise and i think you're you're going to see that uh you know it it's it's going to be politics from now until november
0: you mentioned those earnings earlier on and there were plenty of them apple amazon alphabet microsoft some better than others but let's start with meta which uh performed actually very disappointingly with a fairly bleak outlook
1: very much so. And, and I think when you, you know, consider what has happened with uh, Meta, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people want to um, get rid of Meta from that thing, that uh, acronym, I, I think, you know, their, their business is struggling, they, they, uh, they uh, had their first ever year over year decline. Um, I think, you know, Meta is just a uh, um, kind of the the least attractive mega cap trade it's such a beaten down stock that a lot of people are trying to see is this going to be a potential value trade um, it, it, it it for for a lot of people you know the I think this week though it was all about Apple and Amazon I think that um, kind of overshadowed some of the you know jitters the markets got from Walmart's profit warning and I think you know you saw Apple who you um, impressed. I, I, I think there was kind of uh this fear that you were gonna see more um, cautious comments out of Apple. You know, earlier um in the week where there was that report that Apple was um going to um have a spending and, and hiring slowdown. Uh and uh you know I think I think that you're you're going to see that Apple is still nicely positioned. Um you know for for a lot of these companies right now, I think that uh, you know the the mega cap tech stocks have been have been really beaten up, and I think what you're you're going to see is, you know, companies that are rich in cash, that have good product cycles, and and uh, uh, for a lot of them, they, they still have earnings momentum. Uh, these are going to be the the pillars of, of of so many portfolios because people are going to view them as a safe haven now. Um, so I think you're, you know, Apple, you know you know, they highlighted, uh, you know, pretty much strong, strong results. I think their max sales were a little bit disappointing. Um, and that was mainly because of supply constraints. And I think you also are, 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 are seeing that the, uh, consumer, um, for, um, um, Apple is 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 doing pretty well. The, those iPhone numbers, service numbers were were you know mostly solid. Um, and I think you know the one of the, the big surprises was that uh, um, everyone was expecting you know really poor numbers from China, and and they they um they they were the I think they really surprised many. And uh, that's you know despite all their COVID restrictions, which a lot of people thought would really kind of curtail some of that spending from China. So um, you're 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 looking. You know, at uh, you know, I think uh, um, a lot of people are, are going to gravitate towards Apple. I think, and when you when you consider also to what happened with Amazon, uh, it was it was another, uh, you know, kind of strong, you know, textbook re- report. Sales were good, um, and uh, you know their web services continues to shine. So I think, uh, you know, a- Amazon is is uh, doing a lot right. They um, they are a about to, I think, reduce hiring, uh, or or they're going to get rid about a hundred thousand employees in a three month period. So, I, I mean, you're you're starting to see that, um, you know, there there's a um, they're they're going to control spending. Amazon ramped up a lot of spending and investment during the pandemic, and now I think you're you're seeing them become a little bit more cautious on on that, and and that's going to probably be good for for the stock um so so i think you're you're you know looking at a, a very strong uh mega tap tech earnings season and, and that that's probably why you're seeing um a nice outperformance by uh the nasdaq here and, and that's been very positive for um many risky assets because these are this was the sector that was hit the hardest
0: okay let's change tack a little bit and talk cryptocurrencies. And a few weeks ago, you were suggesting that Bitcoin at least had hit the bottom, at least for the time being when it was around about the $18,000 mark. And well, it looks like you may be right because it's had a bit of a rally, particularly over the last few days.
1: It's been um, quite a nice move higher here for Bitcoin. I think the rush to risky assets, you know, it was, it was, you know, part, Fed-induced earnings helped, um, but you, you you could see that that correlation with the Nasdaq, um, with a lot of these uh, high-flying tech stocks, remains um, with Bitcoin. And, and you know, there, there there wasn't a whole lot new on the headline-wise for for, for crypto. There's you know some some small stories here, uh, you know schwab asset management it's going to list a new crypto etf you're still seeing um you know regulators are 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 kind of uh trying to figure out how they're going to become more um, restrictive on stable coins but uh, i think right now it, it seems that uh you've run out of selling momentum here uh, and if you're if if, if um the market is is right in, in in saying that you know a peak in treasury yields is in place um that's very good news for for crypto i think you saw that um that kind of accelerated the selling um for for this market and um i think right now the you know the the uh interest is still there um the investment is still pouring into uh the cryptoverse it's just that uh you know you 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 really need to see more motivated buyers. And and right now, I think that the the, um, expectations are that, um, you know, crypto is in for probably a very choppy ride. But I think that, uh, you know, the the more we continue to see, you know, Bitcoin stabilize above 20,000, you know, the I think. the, the more optimistic that uh, a lot of traders are going to be that okay maybe um prices you know have bottomed out i think there's there's still a lot of skepticism that you know well how will crypto perform when you know the u.s economy is in um you know the you know the worst part of the recession and and uh, that will really test um uh, people's appetite for risk but i think that you're 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 seeing the way the market's positioned right now, and it seems that uh, you could see um, um, potentially uh, you can make the case that. Uh, because it's been down so much, uh, and, and now you're, you're starting to see um, uh, buyers emerge, that uh, unless we have a major shock, and right now it seems that we're, we're going to be data dependent for the next few months, and uh, there's not going to be major positioning done. Um, I, you know, Bitcoin could continue to stabilize here, and that with the, how volatile this asset class is, you should not be surprised if it did push a little bit higher.
0: Right, let's now turn to the week ahead. I mean it has been an absolutely crazy week for data. What is the next 7 days likely to produce?
1: Let's take a look over the weekend first. There's a couple big events happening. UK uh, train drivers they're expected to strike against seven companies. EasyJet's cabin crew in Spain are on strike through through Sunday. Um on on um depending on where you are in the world, uh, Sunday night, you have uh, China's July manufacturing reading, which is expected to still maintain um, that expansionary reading, um, expected to come in at 50.4, which would be a slight improvement from the 50.2 in the month prior. Um, You know, the the, the week has, uh, you know, a wrath of uh, manufacturing data, um, you know, the, I think a lot of traders will pay close attention to the ISM report for the U.S. That's on Monday. Tuesday is Jolt's, um, you know, job openings. There's, a, I think there's an expectation that you're going to start to see that the um, labor market is starting to show a little bit more signs of cooling here. So we'll, we'll look for a, a, a reading below 11 million. So that's going to um be um closely watched um rba has a rate decision they're expected to raise rates by 50 basis points uh tuesday night um, wednesday we have the opec plus meeting on output i think output is you know expected to remain steady but there is a you know a debate they might deliver a very very small output hike um, so we'll see uh, what happens there um, on Thursday, we have the uh, Bank of England rate decision. They're also expected to raise rates again. You also have, um, you know, a key Tory leadership debate that day. So very um, uh, super super day on Thursday for the UK. Um, and and then on Friday is the uh, U.S. non-farm payroll report. The economy is expected to only add two hundred fifty thousand jobs. Uh, and I think there's expectations that it, you you're you you might see. Um, a little bit more weakness there, but the unemployment rate is still, you know, expected to remain steady um, at three point six percent, which is not too bad. Um, and uh, I think um, you'll you'll also see, you know, a, a big amount of focus on what's happening with uh, with uh, Russia, the Nord Stream one pipeline, and uh, um, you you also see President Putin will be meeting President Erdogan on Friday. So lots to follow. Maybe not as busy as this week but i'm definitely busy
0: okay enjoy your weekend ed and we'll speak to you again soon thank you have a good one this is the oanda podcast